welcome on into this week's edition of the Mental Health Hour live on Twitch. Um, we are happy to be here. This is only on Twitch today, mm-hmm. and um, we are going to be doing this for a trial run. Um, so basically, what that means for us is that we want to kind of transition the show over here to Twitch full time. Mm-hmm. Um, but we don't want to bid haps adieu just yet. Uh, the, the, the whole reason for being here is simply because haps does not at this current time offer the platform is the, the, the streaming platform, the broadcast studio is very subpar to our standards for what we want to produce for you, the, the viewers. Hey, TJ, welcome in. Um, Gemma, you should be able to see TJ's comments in the StreamYard broadcast as well. Yes, I can. Um, <laughs> perfect. So, uh, yeah, so just bear with us, bear with the show. Uh, we will still be here every week, but as we figure out all these new buttons and new uh, broadcast studios, it's going to become increasingly more interesting uh, <laughs> until we, you know, iron it out. Um, but anywho, welcome in. Welcome to, uh, hey, Jeremy, welcome. Hey, Jeremy. Welcome to the show this week. This week is episode 29, and we will be discussing holiday depression. <laughs> There's Lindsay with my junk emoji I made just for, <laughs> just for uh, my channel. Uh, for my subs. Uh, Jeremy's here for the health. So tonight we're talking holiday depression. And uh, I would like to start with the fact that uh, depression as a whole um, and anxiety, stress, everything that comes with uh, what, what seemingly comes with the holiday season for a lot of us is something we we deal with on a regular basis i mean it is a year-round thing it it just all seems to compound this time of the year um everything from if you saw our mental health moment on youtube which we've just started we'll talk more about that towards the end of the show um we did like a teaser for this week's episode on holiday depression and it all kind of culminates this time of the year with all of the American holidays, um, Thanksgiving and um, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, um, Christmas, etc. Everything coming together, getting together with the family. Sometimes family members you don't get along with, um, maybe uh, even some abusers, uh, stuff like that. Um, and then, of course, there's the financial strain. And, you know, setting expectations. If you're the one that hosts the holiday dinners or the you, Christmas is at your house um, where you have all your family come in, things can get hectic there as well. It kind of interrupts your day-to-day routine, which we are creatures of habit and uh, our routines are, are very much so a part of our lives and our daily mental health. And any mm-hmm. disruption to that can definitely throw... Um, a bit of a wrench in the situation. Gemma, uh, oh, how, how are things over across the pond this time of the year? Is, uh, oh. I know you guys do Christmas and what have you, but you yeah. don't do Thanksgiving. Um, no. th- does it all seem to culminate here for you guys as well? Or Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I mean, Christmas in general is pretty mad, but then you've got a pandemic on top of it as well this year, and that just makes everything even more, like so much worse. But yeah, it's, I even I'm feeling the stress of it because of just everything in general. Yeah. But then being a single parent, like having to, I, well, I feel like I've got to compensate for both parties. And yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it can be. Um, so that's, that's good. We're all on the same page, essentially when it comes to, um, you know, what's going on this time of the year. Um, 
so let's start with uh, going over some just some basic information. Uh, we'll start with some slides, I guess. Mm -hmm. uh, I have two slides that we can go over initially. Um, and then later on in the show, when we're talking about some things like the second slide, we'll talk a little bit about, um, you know, five things we can do to cope. Um, but I have a better slide later on in the show when we're discussing more about, you know, what's, uh, what, what should we do with this time of the year? Um, mm -hmm. So I will go ahead and load up the first slide that Gemma will be nice enough to take us through what we are looking at. All right. So depression and stress statistics for the holiday season. Okay. So this one looks like it's based on like America as in general, but like 45% of Americans dread the holiday season. I'm pretty sure that that's like a worldwide thing as well. Women are apparently more likely than men to be negatively affected during the holiday season. Holiday stress has a bigger impact on lower middle income individuals. And then it says 38% of people feel an increase in stress over the holidays. A lack of time replaces work as the number one cause of stress during the holiday seasons. 46.5% of people stress out over the pressure of gifts, what to get for gifts, and then I'm guessing like the cost of them as well. 56% of people report eating to reduce stress over the holidays, which again will have a negative impact on the new year. 30% of people drink alcohol during the holidays to reduce stress. In areas without much sunlight during the winter, people are susceptible to seasonal affective disorder or SAD. People often report the loss of loved ones as a trigger during the holidays. There is a large increase in suicide rates during the first day of the new year. And then young adults coming home from college for the holidays often experience depression from a loss of their newfound independence. Yeah. But all the good food is made during the holidays, indeed. Um, right. So talking a little bit about this slide here, 30% uh -huh. uh, of people drink alcohol during the holidays to reduce stress. Uh, I know that was pretty much for me the, well, I was drinking anyway. We'll put it that way. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not going to hide the fact that I had a problem, but uh, I feel like that number is rather low. Uh, there's a lot that the, the holidays, uh, especially in America, are a huge drinking, social drinking time of the year. Um, and whether that's to avoid stress or reduce stress, I mean, or or just drinking with friends, hmm. I, I guess I'm not to say. However, I think 30 percent is a low number, even it if it is just to reduce stress. Hmm. Um. And then uh, the loss of loved ones. Um, we've had uh, talks with some of our folks in our Mental Health Hour Discord. Uh, this affects a lot of folks. Um, it's one of the only times of the year I drink. Uh, there you go, Lindsay. Yeah, it, it just comes with the um, uh, it comes with the territory of the holidays. I mean, you know, having a gathering anytime family's over, those types of things. Um, but uh, we, we have been talking a little bit about loss of loved ones uh, this time of the year and how triggering that can be. Um, I myself lost my father during the Thanksgiving. Uh, it was only a few days before Thanksgiving uh, that he passed away four years ago. So mm -hmm. every time of every time that comes around, Thanksgiving comes around, we're reminded of the passing of our father. Uh, me and my siblings and my mom, her spouse of 30 plus years. Uh, so that can definitely weigh down the party, if you will. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I mentioned it on our short, shorter video on YouTube. Um, I feel like everybody 
I feel like it's a safe, safe to say that everybody's lost somebody around the holidays. What do you think, Gemma? Yeah, and even if they haven't like been, even if they've not passed directly around the holiday seasons, I think you feel that more sense of loss around that time anyway because of the fact that families are getting together and stuff and you're reminded that, oh, so-and-so's not here. So respect, like irrespective of when they passed, it does it does seem to weigh heavier around the holiday times. But yeah, like I certainly have also lost not a family member by blood, but somebody we call we pretty much classed as family. Mm-hmm. And then a very close friend around the holiday period as well. So it's regardless of when they passed, I think it weighs more heavily around like holiday, birthdays, as always, especially when it's that first mm-hmm. Christmas. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Yes. Um, And uh, looking at another part of this slide that I find interesting to bring up about this time of the year, uh, we have daylight savings time as well, Mm. uh, where we fall back. And now it is literally dark outside. When I started this show, we started doing this show in June um, and it it was light until eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. At my house, I do the show here at 6 p.m. Eastern time, and mm-hmm. I have two hours of light. Uh, I'm looking outside my back door now, and it's been dark for an hour. Uh, that can yeah. definitely play a role in people's oh. depression. Um, sunlight, whether you like it or not, you know, some people like to block it out, uh, you know, get the glare in their eyes. It's annoying, blah, blah, blah. Uh, but sunlight as a whole just makes us happier or it seems mm-hmm. like we get more accomplished. We have, There's more time in the day, um, things like that. So when it gets dark, yeah. it, you know, as soon as it, as soon as the kids get home from school, they've got like an hour of light. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's like here, I'm literally getting up, taking Thomas to school and it's dark more or less. And then when I'm picking him up, it's nearly dark. I mean, being from the UK, we don't get much sun anyway, but I know generally I feel a lot happier, a lot brighter, a lot, like, just a lot better in myself when it's sunnier and warmer and stuff. But when it's, especially when it's, like, damp and miserable and dark, you're just like, oh. And it makes you want to sleep more, I find. Mm -hmm. Like, you just don't want to get up some days. Like, I certainly don't. Yeah. And that's that's all playing from a depression standpoint, mm-hmm. um, staying in bed, uh, not wanting to get up and do anything uh, are are key factors and red flags for depression mm-hmm. symptoms. Um, and then uh, also pointing out the uh, large increase in suicide rates during the first day of the new year. Um, I. I get what they're what they're saying here the the new the new year, but I would generalize it more and just put it during this time of year as a whole because uh, I we definitely in the fire service we definitely run. <coughs> Excuse me, <coughs> we definitely run more um, suicides this time of the year. Uh, we had one yesterday, and I I was not on it but there was a uh, call yesterday while I was working in another area uh, that was a suicide uh, and, it, and it does greetings CS Murphy welcome back from Hawaii how are you it is definitely this time of the year that um, that plays into like I said the depression adds up I mean it gets more intense uh, the anxiety and stress don't go away and finances in, in particular, and we'll talk more about finances here in a bit, mm-hmm. uh, this time of the year are out of control. Um, so if ever there was, and, and I'm not an advocate for it at all, I don't think any of us are, but mm-hmm. finances are a huge, huge part of uh, suicide. Uh, and this time of year, it, it really just, it really bogs down on us. 
Teme. Um, all right. And uh, young adults coming home from college. Uh, yep, we covered all that. Thank you for taking us through this slide. Gemma, let's go ahead and put up another slide here. I'm going to stop sharing this. And we will move to uh, some ideas um, uh, of beating the holiday blues, if you can see yeah. that, all right? Yeah. <clears throat> so we've got here five tips for beating the holiday blues. So number one, chill out. Avoid overbooking yourself and make, make sure to take time for self-care. Hibernate. Like, make sure you get enough sleep. That doesn't, like, mean just stay in bed all the time. Like, I totally sometimes just want to hibernate all the time. But just make sure you get enough sleep, you know. Um, try and get into a healthy routine with going to bed, getting up. Uh, break out the ice skates. Take time to exercise. Can't speak. Even if it's just taking a spin around the rink or, like, we wouldn't. We do actually have one in the city centre here, but there's so many different things you can do, different activities and things. Uh, don't freeze people out. Spend time with people who love you and support you. That doesn't necessarily mean it has to be family by blood as well. Uh, moderate the merriment. Eat and drink in moderation and don't drink alcohol if you're feeling down because alcohol is a depressant. Oh, yes. Yeah. And that comes from mentalhealthfirstaid.org. Um, mm -hmm. uh, by the way, all of the slides um, that we use on the show, I give credit to as well in the mm -hmm. YouTube channel at the bottom now. So if you ever want to read more from any of the slides that we like to use, because we go through and pick ones that um, Gemma normally throws some at me and we discuss. Um, I went through tonight and just grabbed a couple that I liked because we're mm -hmm. trying the new stream yard out and uh and such and go on so we put them in the discord as well yes they will be in the discord as well just yeah. for further information for you guys if you want to follow up with anything um before we dive into some of this i'll go back a minute and uh point out michael saying his mom got really sick during the holidays um and held on until january 12th in 2015 complications from final stage parkinson's disease mm. Um, and he's, it sounds like he spent most of the holidays in the hospital for that. And that definitely just adds to what we're talking about this time of the year. Um, being more along the, uh, the lines of triggering, uh, moments. Um, like I said, I lost my dad during Thanksgiving, so we can't have Thanksgiving now without me thinking about my dad, obviously. I mean, that's mm -hmm. normal and I'm okay. I, I love thinking about uh, dad. Um, but at the same time, it does kind of weigh you down. You know, the, the depression sets in, you, you know, you feel like you go through the grieving uh, a little bit all over again. Um, Eric is in the house. Welcome, Eric. Good to see you. Uh, so, Basically, beating the holiday blues, uh, it, it definitely comes down a lot to mm. the trifecta of mental health. Eat, sleep, mm. exercise. Um, and try not to drink alcohol or use a substance in too much. Mm -hmm. uh, you can drink alcohol just in moderation, uh, something I didn't yeah. know anything about, apparently. Um, and uh, eating is the same way. Um, I talk a lot about drinking alcohol because that's what I know. Mm -hmm. um, but there are people that eat to escape, you know. Uh, I used to. I used to binge eat and then make myself sick. Yeah, would you like to touch on that a little bit about for the stress of it and especially this time of the yeah, year? Like definitely because um, I know to make myself feel better, I would go for like high, high sugary foods for the, I guess, for the sugar rush. For the energy and I would binge eat and then because I had bulimia and anorexia as well I'd be like oh god what have I done so I'd make myself sick but the the food and stuff like definitely just to help both with the energy but also just 
I don't know, like, I guess everybody at Christmas seems to have, the, I think it's a well-known thing that there's always piles of food at Christmas and everything. And like, Yes, and junk of, food, you know. Yeah. Like not just not just not just food food, but you got plates and plates of cookies and brownies and everything of the sort. So. Oh, everything. Absolutely. And yeah, it would just I'd do it for like the I guess the sugar rush of it and the kick that I got from it. But then when I finished and it was like done and it was the it was the low then that came with it. So I'd have the high from the sugar rush and then the whoa, the low. And that was horrendous. That yeah. was that was not easy to deal with. Yes. Um, so that is a, another thing to take into account for sure is the um, eating. Uh, eating, sleeping, and exercising. Break out the ice skates, as it said. Um, as well as uh, don't freeze people out. A uh, little play on words there and all of these. Chill out. Don't freeze people out. You know, spend time with the people you love and they, you know they support you. Your family is um, always there for you whenever you need them um, for the most part. And I, I know there are some outlier cases where families mm. cannot get along. Um, there's court orders, etc. cetera. Uh, for, for, I'm talking, you know, overall, when we're looking at the picture of, oh, God, the in-laws are coming, or, oh, God, you know, I got to spend a, a week and a half with the family. Um, mm. those, are, those are the cases I'm talking about. Spend time with these people. These people love you. Um, and it, it's uh, a little bit easier to get through. Hi, Ella. Welcome in. And Mr. Med, the med in the house. Um, so, yes, I'm sorry. Uh, spend time with your, your, your loved ones. Enjoy them. Uh, mm -hmm. And don't, don't be afraid to, uh, to talk with them and let them know how you're feeling. Um, mm -hmm. I, believe that was, I believe that was one of those uh, things that we discussed in the, uh, in the short that we did on YouTube. Uh, yeah. Don't be don't be shy about your feelings and what you're feeling this time of the year. If you're having a, a a very hard time this time, maybe it's just this year. Maybe it's not every year. Maybe it's this year. Things are just in the shitter. Um, mm -hmm. Let let people know. Hey, I am not feeling myself this year. Here's what's going on. Um, so if oh, I seem a little out of it, uh, you know that's why. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Gemma. No, you're fine. I think that's going to be a common thing anyway with the whole pandemic. I think everybody's going to be a bit off sorts because it's not going to be the norm, I guess. But then, like I said, when we filmed the shorts and stuff, like if you have to be around family and you're not, if it's not something you would normally do, like for myself, especially, I certainly wouldn't be around them as much. But it, the, the best thing to do if you don't get on with them so well, make sure that you go to them because if you're the host, then you're kind of stuck in a situation that could potentially be very difficult. Whereas at least if you're at somebody else's house, you can leave if you need to and you can take yourself out of that situation. Yes. Yes. Um, and th that that's mm. perfect. Um to reiterate, um, can we go over that uh, that last part there, Gemma, one more time? Yeah, like a lot of people, I think, are especially over Christmas time, either feel obliged or are forced into situations where they would be with family members or something where they wouldn't normally be around, be it for like abuse or just narcissistic behavior or many many reasons why it is potentially damaging for your mental health to be around them mm -hmm. uh, for whatever reason you feel like you have to be around them or you're obliged to be there or maybe like i don't know for like your your partner or whatever but the best thing to do if you are having to be around those people is to make sure that you 
go to somebody else's house so that if you have to take yourself from that situation where you can no longer be in that environment, then at least if you're not the host, then you can leave right. that situation, take yourself out of it, or at least go and get like some fresh air and then return or leave for the rest of the day or whatever. Whereas if you are at your own house, you're kind of stuck. Yes, that's the part right there I was uh, talking about. It's, um, it, it, it's a little bit of a playbook move. Um, now, I mean, if you're usually the host, I mean, you're kind of, you're kind of stuck there. This is, but you know, also you don't have to host every single year. Um, mm -hmm. As Gemma was uh, pointing out there, it, it's a great move to have in your playbook to allow somebody else to host in the family and you go to their house. That way you have one foot in the door, one foot out. If you need an escape, where, like with my situation, mm. uh, if there's a party, I don't want to be excluded from fire department parties or um, you know, mm. banquets. This time of the year, there's a lot of banquets, um, galas, all that good stuff. I, I want to be able to go. However, my wife and I have an exit plan. If mm -hmm. the drinking, as it does in the fire service, if the drinking gets uh, a little heavy or too much for me to handle, I have mm -hmm. an out. I can look at my wife uh, and say, look, this is not jiving. I need to get out of here. Um, mm -hmm. And she's always been really supportive about that. Um, same exact thing is what Gemma's saying about the holidays uh, and spending time out in, with the family. Mm -hmm. um, have an exit plan if you need it. Uh, if this year mm -hmm. is not your year and, and things are weighing you down this year or it's something that occurs every year, uh, please think about it. Make a plan with your spouse. Make a plan with your family. As I was just saying, share these things with your family. Don't be afraid to come out of your shell a little bit and let them know what's going on with you. You don't have to hide this. In fact, it's worse for you to try and hide this. Um, you need all the support you can get, and people can't be there to support you through these times if they don't know anything about it. Um, that's where I made a, a hell of a mistake for the past 10 years. Um, well, the past 10, 15 years at this point. Uh, it's the isolation and detachment from the family got mm -hmm. worse and worse. And they had no clue what's going on with me. They, they wanted to know. They wanted to help. And I wasn't allowing them in because I thought I was doing the right thing, protecting myself and detaching. Okay. And, and I was just worsening the situation. And that, in turn, the drinking got worse. Um, so, yes, thank you, Gemma, for pointing that out. Uh, an exit plan is a great strategy. Textbook mm -hmm. move. Um, and, and almost necessary if there's too much stress or uh that way you know also you can make a you can make an appearance and uh and be there for a little bit and then say look guys i i need to get out of here i need to go spend some time at home or, or whatever whatever the case may be mm -hmm. does that sound about right Gemma? oh yeah definitely um and like i just pick up on something alice said like i usually am also excluded from a good chunk if not nearly all of the family gatherings but at Christmas it's the one where I'm expected to be there and for my son's sake I do it but I always like to make sure that I have that exit if needed because it can get pretty intense I say yes um going back on the comments uh Ella's got a meeting. Uh, we'll catch you later, Ella. Thanks for stopping in and for showing support. Uh, much love to you. Uh, members don't understand uh, my holiday blues and make it more difficult. Uh, Eric, um, I understand a little bit uh, what you're saying, and I think where that's coming from, from my end at least, was the fact that I wasn't being very honest um, with exactly how I was feeling. Now, I'm not saying that's your case at all. Um, 
but we I'd love to talk to you more about it. Um, if you want to hit the DMs up in the Discord, we can discuss that further. Maybe go over some strategies on how to uh, make them see it more clearly through your eyes mm-hmm. um, and, and let you understand or and let and understand what you're trying to say. And then Jeremy says, I've been more open with my thoughts and feelings when I'm down now. And that's exactly what we're, we're talking about. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. Um, that that's uh, going to help you so much in the long run, especially with your family and the, the folks that you're around the most, whether mm-hmm. it be uh, family, friends, coworkers, uh, et cetera. All these folks that are in your immediate life all the time uh, need to be a part of your family. Look at myself. I spend one third of my life with my fire department shift. Every third day for 24 hours, I go to work. So mm-hmm. one third of my life is with these people, these 10 guys, these nine other guys rather. Mm-hmm. And they're a second family and they have, they have just as much right to know what's going on inside my brain. Uh, especially because our lives might be on the line and uh, I need to be able to trust them and they need to be able to trust me. If, if shit does hit the fan, I need to have my stuff together and be ready to, to, pull them out if if that's the case and they need to be able to know that i can do that um but yes absolutely it's really hard to come out of your shell and simply just ask for help that was my case uh it makes you feel the most vulnerable uh exactly um coming out of my shell was the was the hardest thing the hardest part about this journey of recovery um Especially, and you know, not to keep it on the uh, show's episode, but especially this time of the year, um, it was very hard to feel like not ganged up on. Um, when you get together this time of the year with all of your family, and everybody's got these perfect little families, and marriages, and um, fa- uh, little kids, and everything, and here I am alone, divorced, alcoholic. Uh, you know, nothing really to show. I felt like for myself, uh, mm-hmm. it, it became increasingly harder to share my feelings because it almost felt like it was just a gang up situation. All of this perfection in your face all the time. And here you are standing with your hands in your pockets. Um, it, it's definitely something I can relate to. Mm-hmm. And um, it really took a lot of overcoming that uh, vulnerability um and it's something that that is hard and it it, it's just it was necessary in my case and i hope that kind of helps as well um gemma did you want to add on um i just like what i put in the comments about how opening up to people especially when you don't know how they're gonna react can make you even more anxious at the time um, I mean, I guess it it helps to open up and be honest, but at the same time, if you know that, like, certainly for me in some cases, by telling certain family members how I feel would only add fuel to the fire. So it pays to not say too much for me, mm. but make sure I have that exit strategy. Yes. So... Um, but then you don't necessarily have to open up to the people you're going to be around, per se. Like, I know I've spoken to you and, uh, like, someone you trust. It doesn't have to be necessarily someone you're around, even if you're, like, on your own or whatever. Just make sure there's somebody you can confide in, somebody that you can speak to that you trust, that you know that's there and then if you know you have to have a discussion with somebody I found it helps if you don't know exactly what you're going to say or how to say it write it down first um make I guess notes about what you're going to say or write a letter Mm -hmm. if you really can't say it write a letter that's a great idea easier to say it on paper that's a great idea uh 
you can you can get your thoughts out and laid out more clearly when you write something down write a letter um mm -hmm. and it, yeah wonderful idea Gemma um mm -hmm. I know I wish at some point when I was doing step nine of AA um and making my amends to folks I almost wish that I could have written down my exact thoughts because I feel like I've left things out um when you're when you're kind of winging it off the cuff and doing it in person there's that personal feel to it which is really what you want you want mm -hmm. that heart to heart that face to face contact mm -hmm. let them see your emotion but also there's something to be said about um putting it all on paper um because then mm -hmm. you don't leave anything out you have time to think about it you can catalog it and mm -hmm. uh, make sure you hit everything that you yeah. As, as you're going to meet with somebody, you're thinking about all these things, man, I, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about this. Mm -hmm. And then when you actually get into the conversation and you leave, you're like, man, I didn't talk about this. I didn't talk about that. You know, the job was done. However, uh, well, there's nothing stopping you from reading it to them. If you have to, you can write it and then read it to them. And that way they, they can see the emotion as you're reading it. If yeah. you really have to, but you're not missing anything out. That's that's a great point. Mm -hmm. And that's why Gemma's on this show, because <laughs> I need oh posture check from C.S. Murphy. <laughs> thank you, C.S. Uh, sit up straight. Um, and thank you, Brian. Uh, Brian Breathes, everybody is here. He's, he's, we got a new sub and uh, cheered a thousand bits. So awesome. Good to see you, buddy. Uh, welcome on in. We are talking holiday depression on the Mental Health Hour, mm -hmm. and um, we're in a great discussion right now about things we can do to uh, let ourselves be more vulnerable, let ourselves be more transparent, mm -hmm. um, and as Lane says, never too late, uh, write, wrote it for you, uh, yeah. write it for you, yeah, um, never too late, I can always go back and, and re-amend, re re make more amends um i found journaling helps as well it builds your confidence Fine. cs i am 100 percent the biggest advocate for journaling i've said it on the show before it is one of the most therapeutic things i do mm -hmm. um, since since my time at rehab i never ever journaled i never wrote i hated writing um it just wasn't my thing but we started, or I started journaling. They give you a composition book, you know, when you get there. And I'm like, what the hell is this for? Notes? And they're like, well, no, you have a notepad, but we also give you this in case you want to journal. Some people like to journal. Uh, so I actually broke it open and started journaling. And I mean, I still do it today. I don't journal every night as I used to, but it is just your playbook for life. You know, you can go back and review exactly what you did. Um and as a creative uh, visual artist, um, 2D, 3D artist, I understand what you're saying, CS. The thoughts just bounce around. Um, there's, always, there's always that creativity going on inside your head, and there's always uh, everything else that comes along with life, bills, uh, jobs, mm -hmm. you know, this, that, and the other. And everything starts getting jumbled up and racing that's when they become those racing thoughts where you're sitting, you're laying in your bed, looking at the ceiling fan spin, and there's a thousand things going through your head and you're not sleeping. So um, completely understand what you're talking about. Listing things out. Gemma and I discussed that on the, the short as well, especially with the finances. We can get into the finances now if you'd like, Gemma. Um, yeah, yeah. This time of the year, finances are through the roof. We're buying presents. We're, uh, you know, spending money on decorations, food, uh, et cetera, et cetera. There is so much going on this time of the year where the, 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 the virtual wallets, the wallets, they're, they're hemorrhaging. Mm. Money is hemorrhaging out. Um, oh, yeah. And it's, it's something that we all go through. Finances are so going back to that what cs is talking about and what Gemma was discussing that mm. writing down thing Gemma, if you want to get into it we yeah uh, talked about it in the the shorter video 
Yeah, so for the financial side of things, um, I find it really helpful to make a list of who you need to buy for. Now, to do that and then, like, maybe allow yourself an amount of money which you're going to put to it. Don't go crazy. And for, for me, being like a single parent, I find it, I find like I've got a, because I'm, I'm literally feeling like I have to compensate for the other side. And then with what he's been through as well in that respect, but it's not actually doing him any favours at the same time, nor is it doing my bank balance. So I spread the cost over the, like, the last few months or you can make a savings account that's just specifically for Christmas. Some people do savings vouchers, savings stamps, things like that. But there's nothing wrong with, like, I have a savings account that I just put away so much a month in, which is used for Christmas. But then to make a list of who you've got to buy for, how much you've got, and try not to go over that. Because I, I've done it before myself, used credit cards, and then you end up paying it off for months and months and months. And then there's the interest on top of that. So you can end up paying sometimes more than double what the item is actually worth. And it doesn't help. And it just gets you into more and more debt. And the longer it takes you to pay off, the more you are. Then there's overdraft fees or late payment fees. And the interest just racks up. Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't help anyone because then if you're short, um, for the the next month's bills or whatever, and it all not has a knock on effect, and it's like like a snowball, like it'll start off small and just get bigger and bigger and bigger until it gets mm -hmm. just to where it's out of control. So making the lists again of who you've got to buy for, what you're going to buy, spread the cost out a little mm -hmm. bit, save up throughout the months there's nothing to stop you putting a little bit away come january mm -hmm. and putting it all away and yeah. then saying right by by the time you've got to buy these things say right okay i've got x amount of pounds dollars whatever and this is who i've got to buy for but make sure like i know because i've got a kid and i've got to hide this stuff and it can be well, you forget what you've bought because if I don't hide it, he's going to go snooping around. And having hidden it, sometimes because some of it I bought like two, a couple of months ago. And because I, I tend to look for sales as well, like, because you can tend, you tend to get sales leading up to Christmas. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes I've bought them in January, in the January sales, depending on what it is, because um honestly my son's likes change overnight like they really do so mm. buying certain things for him wouldn't be helpful but um make sure you write down what you've got them as well take it off as you've got it because you, you forget and then when you come to wrapping a mount of presents yeah you don't remember getting half of it yeah. and I'm like Oh my goodness! How on earth have I got the this? The bills one? keep on piling. Yeah. What have you? So yeah. Budget, budget it, make lists, definitely. Um, and if it helps, I mean, I'm not any. I, I know how to budget. Um, unfortunately, budgeting. The way it, it was done when I was growing up, is kind of a thing of the past, almost like the writing. My dad would always sit down and put his glasses on write out all the bills, budget book, all this stuff, balance your checkbook. I mean, it's all done online now. So um, actually making yourself sit down and journal out exactly what you're doing. You're just journaling, but in a different manner. Mm -hmm. um, like Gemma was saying, it really does. It really does help you. Um, let's sneak in this last slide uh, while we're discussing mm -hmm. Um more things of, of benefit um, and we can start to look at wrapping things up uh, as we're getting close to time but the conversation always does continue throughout the week 
come join mm-hmm. our Discord server. Um, and then we'll, uh, the bio link will we'll flash that up too. Um, mm-hmm. has all of our socials. You can reach out anytime. The Discord server, though, really has become a great place to share uh, experience, strength, and hope and keep the conversation from the show going throughout the week. Um, so I just wanted to throw that in there. Go ahead, Gemma. Yeah, all right. Okay, so this is about coping with the holiday blues, tips for warding off stress and depression around the holidays. So what I literally just said, stick to a budget. Before you go uh, gift, and food shopping decide how much money you can afford to spend plan ahead set aside specific days for shopping baking visiting friends and other activities plan your menus and make your shopping list then take a breather make some time for yourself spending just 15 minutes alone without distractions may refresh you enough to handle everything you need to do don't abandon healthy habits don't let the holidays become a free-for-all overindulgence only adds to stress and guilt learn to say no saying yes when you should say no can leave you feeling resentful and overwhelmed friends and colleagues will understand if you can't participate in every project or activity and then reach out despite your best efforts you may you may find yourself feeling persistently sad or anxious if these feelings last for a while you can talk to your doctor or mental health professional and then it's not on there but we have a list of numbers it's in the discord there is actually um i made a a thing that you can do where i think it's exclamation helplines and it will bring up a huge list of helplines worldwide Mm -hmm. it's in there and there's just make sure there's somebody like we said that you can talk to it doesn't have to be family by blood sometimes the family is the family you choose you know and i'll post something in the discord as soon as we're wrapped up here Mm -hmm. um called the mindful minute um it's something that really helps me hey jim welcome in uh jim in chicagoland everybody keeping the catalyst wednesday uh alive we're, he- we're over here on Twitch now um, as HAPS just isn't working for us anymore. Um, not to say that it won't ever again. Uh, we did not burn any bridges, I hope, but um, it's just a, a subpar system at this point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and anywho, more to come on that in the Discord. But um, the Mindful Minute uh, is a nice tool if you don't have 15 minutes or a half an hour to sit and meditate every day or to, um, you know, necessarily just be with yourself and your thoughts, um, as this is saying, take a breather for 15 minutes and what have you, you can do use this mindful minute tool. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it basically is just a, a minute of your day to think, touch, feel, listen, see, smell, um, anything around you uh and also think about do a self check-in every day uh have a a, you can set an alarm not necessarily not necessarily an alarm but like a a reminder on your apple watch it'll Mm -hmm. ding your wrist and it'll tell you hey uh check in do a Mm check-in and just think about something that went wrong that day and how you handled it or Maybe something that went really well. And mm-hmm. then I always try and do something I'm uh, grateful for. You know, a little gratitude journal goes a long way. Um, we have that in the Discord as well. Check yeah. in things that we can share. Uh, something positive that we've done. Yeah. Just exactly. help. Like, nothing greater than to celebrate somebody's accomplishment, no matter how great or small. Like, sometimes all you have to do is just get through the day, and that's enough. Absolutely. Um, so going into a quick recap for the Mental Health Hour, Episode 29. What have we learned today? Uh, the holidays, they are a time of the year where life, stress, depression, everything compounds. Um, we're, we're dealing with our families a lot. Um, that can be good or bad as far as whether there's been an abuse factor in the past physical mental sexual um 
loss of a loved one this time of the year is is uh, huge. Uh, as I said earlier, I venture to guess almost everyone here has lost somebody during the holidays. And it's a constant reminder now Christmas is when we think about them or Thanksgiving is when I think about my father um, passing. And uh, alcohol or any substance and food become escape uh, remedies. Mm -hmm. uh, Gemma touched on eating um, earlier on. If you want, if you if you're coming in late uh, and want to catch the replay um, due to Twitch's exclusivity clause, I will uh, have to wait 24 hours, but I'm okay with that. It'll give me time to uh, edit it up and make it even better, and we'll put uh, the replay on YouTube. Uh, but it will be the replay will be on Twitch mm -hmm. uh, for a period of 60 days, I think. Um, and uh, but yeah. Uh, Eating uh, can be overdone this time of the year. There's mountains of food yeah. at, at every turn and sweets, brownies, cookies, the like. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and finances. We got into some finances as well. Um, and I just take a minute to realize that every, every one of us um, in this room, in the Discord, uh, in the world around, Mm -hmm. uh, feels this added stress this time of the year. Mm -hmm. So I just wanted to point that out that it, it's, it's one of those things again, that really helped me in my vulnerability, um, CS, uh, and, and recovery in my sharing my issues with my family or my friends, um, is knowing that I'm not alone mm -hmm. because the isolation and detachment and everything came from feeling like I was alone. Like I was the only one feeling this, this mm -hmm. way. Yeah. And when you get, when you get out there and you share and you get to visually see people nodding along to what you're saying, like, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Mm -hmm. Just like being in this room with everybody sharing their experience, strength, and hope, and, their, and what they've gone through, mm -hmm. you get that sense of feeling like, man, it's not just me that this is happening to. Yeah. I, I'm not alone. Uh, and that's huge. What do you think, Gemma? Oh, yeah, for real. Like, I know for the longest time, I felt so incredibly alone and isolated, especially after I'd just come out of a very abusive relationship. I had pretty much nobody, and that's when I found, originally it was Periscope and Busca before that, actually, and it was when I started making friends and talking and opening up, and I realized that, you know what, it was actually normal, and I wasn't alone, and that's when I could start to heal myself, and it's not like... Do it, doing that and helping other people has actually in turn helped me to further heal myself. Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's not, it's, you don't need to feel like you're alone. And there is always somebody out there who will like help or who will listen. It doesn't have to be family by blood. It really doesn't. Right. And that's what we want to do in the discord. Make sure that at, some like if somebody needs something there's always somebody there around the clock that will just sit and listen and chat to somebody else and that's what we want for that for that discord and it is it is a, a safe space and it is also a, a zero tolerance space as well you point out yeah but um definitely something that we want to build on and grow just so that people can be around people and if they are alone at Christmas then connect with other people around Christmas too mm -hmm. yeah absolutely all right let's do a little promotional side of things uh, and we'll wrap this wrap this up for the week um, mm -hmm. but it's never wrapped up as we've said um, the conversation continues 
Yeah. Uh, I, I threw the bio link in the comments there. Mm -hmm. Bio.link slash TMHH. Um, and you can find all of our socials, personal and uh, mental health hour related. Um, the mental health hour does have its own website now as well. Uh, and we'd love to hear more feedback on it. Uh, TMHHonline.com. Mm -hmm. Please go give it a visit. Give it uh, a review in the Discord if you'd like. There's a, a channel just for that. Yeah. Uh, and, and we'd like to make that better for you guys as well. Um, as always, we love our sponsors. And thank you, everybody, for stopping in. <laughs> um, we've got mybunnyvalentine.com. Uh, we'll drop that in the comments as well. It's also on our Discord. I mean, I'm sorry, not our Discord, our bio link. Uh, yeah. You can get to Ella's website very simply by hitting our bio link up. Or just going to www.mybunnyvalentine.com. Get yourself some holiday goodies. Uh, there's more than just these cute um, bunny lights. Uh, mm -hmm. There's all kinds of, of great things on Ella's website. Um, yeah. and she is she is right here on Twitch with us. Uh, she was in the comments earlier. Ella, the bunny mom. Um, all kinds of apparel, jewelry, uh, electronics, the works. It is the holiday time. We were talking about presents. If you need present ideas, help support Bunny Rescues uh, everywhere. And we do have Jim in Chicagoland in the comments. Uh, Catalyst Wednesday tonight, uh, I hope. And, um, oh, yeah, use the code. Thank you, Brian. Use the code FIREDUDE15, uh, and you'll get 15% off your purchase today. Mm. Uh, and every day, thanks to Ella for uh, giving us our own or my own um, promo code. Uh, Twitter announced the last or the end of Periscope one year ago today. Let's chat tonight. Ah, there we go. So Catalyst is on Haps Twitch and Twitter tonight uh, with Jim in Chicagoland. That's JS on Haps or JS Scope, um, I believe. And then Jim in Chicagoland for those of you here on Twitch. Mm -hmm. uh, we're going to talk about the ending of Periscope. Oh, uh, <laughs> that apparently was one year ago today uh, when mm -hmm. they when they announced. Now I don't think it actually officially ended until no, uh, it was like April thirtieth or something like or April thirtieth. But they announced today, and this was when it was April. Was... We thought it was an April Fool's joke. <laughs> yes. Uh, this was when Haps was just firing up into the into the streaming world, and and everybody mm -hmm. was coming coming on over to Haps, um, and now here we are on Twitch a year later. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot going on. Um, so make sure you stop in Catalyst tonight, 11 p.m. Eastern time. That is 8 p.m. on the West Coast, and Gemma will be into tomorrow by then. Yeah. Uh, so, um, anywho, technically, I, <laughs> what? Technically, I am now. No, well, there you go. Ah, yes, the clock <laughs> just struck twelve, and that means we're going to go ahead and get out of here. Thank you all for joining us. Um, please, if you came in late, watch the replay. Like, uh, support our YouTube channel. Uh, all of our things, Mental Health Hour. If you love this content. We'd love to have you support us further and subscribe and all that great stuff. Um, and we'll keep pumping out the content. Uh, one thing I forgot, uh, we mentioned it during the show. We are starting a line of shorter videos for YouTube. So if you go to our YouTube channel, you'll get an alert and you hit subscribe. You'll get an alert when we post. We're going to try and do it weekly, I believe, Yeah. of shorter videos. So they're not an hour long replay for those that like you know your five to ten minute youtube videos mm -hmm. we we take a topic that we've discussed on the show and we break it down a little bit further and uh smash it into five ten minutes for those of us like me and Gemma that have short attention spans yes so um those are new and exciting um we keep on we keep on keeping on and yes it is raid time 
Uh, Lindsay, thanks for pointing that out. Who do we have live right now that we can go raid? Let's take a gander. I should have set it up with one of y'all um, to to go live. We got Chris Mott music. How's that sound? Let's go raid Chris. Mm-hmm. And we'll see you guys later. Thanks for joining us. Thank you.